the college football experience week 12 preview and picks for the weekday games episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by bet 365 bet 365 is offering uh new users, a thousand dollar risk-free bet sign up today at sports gambling podcast.com slash bet 365. We're also brought to you by hall of fame bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has last bit of tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And in honor of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store is 10% off with the promo code VETS. That's V E T S. All proceeds from this sale will be donated to Mission 22, a nonprofit serving those who have served. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Uh, emergency episode, sort of. I mean, yeah, we had some coach firings, but also, uh, you know, NC Nick is uh, gonna be en route to uh, Chicago to catch Duke, Michigan State, as, for, as well as Kansas, Kentucky. Yeah, it's and pretty awesome that me being a Duke fan, obviously, that's the main reason why I went, but, you know, just throw in Kentucky, Kansas at the same time. It's gonna be a great night for basketball Tuesday night. Yes, and that's why you should be subscribed to the college basketball experience. And, uh, the question is also, I think the chat wants to know if uh, you're going to have uh, some of that deep dish Chicago pizza. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, you know, I've, I've done the deep dish. It's good. Uh, a little touristy, you know, I might Ooh. try to kind of stay Ooh. off the radar a little bit more this time. It's uh, been can, a little while since I've been to Chicago. I'm sure there's some new places to uh, check out. Can I, uh, can I say, wait, what nights are you there? Monday night, Tuesday night. Um. You should check out. Uh, I like the Green Mill. Good place for cocktail. It's a historic place. Al Capone used to go there. Ah, do you know what part of town's in? North, North Shore. I don't know if is that sounds like a I think Hawaii. That's, I, I, yeah. I think okay. that's an area <laughs> up there. Okay, that, yeah, it's possible. We'll see. I mean, I, I probably want to stay within walking distance. We're in like the River East side of town. Okay, staying at River North. I don't okay. Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll uh, uh, go What's check it out again. The green room. The green. I'm going to text you a bunch of green shit. There's also a classic steakhouse I like there too. Uh, okay. Folks, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, that's fair. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. <laughs> and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but nah, 
Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. We got weekday college football merger with college basketball. Shout out. Shout out to the, uh, the chat. Chat's rocking. Yeah. Early morning pod. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Scott G. Appreciate you. All right, I am joined by my co-host, the DFS God himself. Look, normally on this episode, we do a DFS uh, portion of this, you know, for the Tuesday and Wednesday matching games. The only problem here, they're not out, and NC Nick will be having beverages, enjoying that Chicago nightlife like he's fucking McMahon in '85. <laughs> I right? will not be recording a podcast tonight. <laughs> I don't think you guys would want to hear it if I was. So unfortunately, no DFS section uh, this week, but we'll we'll be back Thursday to uh, to outline the weekend as far as the, yeah. the big DFS slates. We'll hit you for Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. There you go. D- or Saturday day and Saturday night DFS on Thursday. We still invite you to come uh, to come play with us. We are still gonna play DFS because we well, fucking we love it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, give it up for. The rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, a free like giving. Farmer, farmer, her the basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. Happy Monday morning, man. I got your song for you. They, Great song. Never quite made it to the Super Bowl, though, did they? Would have, would have. Uh, injuries are a motherfucker. All right, oh, for Bo man. Jackson and Bosworth, you know. But if we're talking college football, this is gonna be a, a fantastic week. Because not only do I get the Champions Classic basketball on Tuesday night, but I'll be at App State JMU, where College Game Day is gonna be on Saturday. So that Bosworth music is just starting the week right. It should be a great week. Yeah, exactly, man. You can't go wrong with the Boz. And uh, yeah, should be a fantastic week. Let's start things off on Tuesday. Where Akron? Well, are we catch- just jumping right into the games. We don't want to talk oh, yeah. about. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> let's let's tout first. Let's look at at last week the the games we picked on this Monday podcast where we picked the morning games. I went five and one ATS in Mac play. You went four and two. I want to say. I believe so. I believe then- so. Yeah, so there was six Mac games last week. Week before that, there was four. The week before that, I went three and one. So I'm eight and two in Mac play so far. What you got yeah. on that? Well, Mac special. I thought you were a Sunbelt specialist. I, I guess I've switched. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, look. I feel like I've been pretty fire on the weekday slates. I've been pretty fire in general. Like college basketball. Sweat. We're a weekend. I've had one losing day. Woo. Not bad. Boom. Folks, subscribe to both college football experience. We hit on East Carolina money line. How about the bottom? Later today at around noon, we're gonna have CJ Sullivan from the Bottom Line Bombs podcast talk about uh, our bombs down under episode. CJ Sullivan and myself. Uh, now I did push back on his play of uh, Hawaii to beat Air Force on the money line, but yeah. he hit on that. But we both took East Carolina money line and Arizona State money line against Woo-hoo. UCLA. Those came to fruition. Um, so anyway, 
check that out. Noon. We'll be back. Uh, we have a, a, just a busy ass day. I got, I go from this to the sports gambling podcast, college basketball show to the bottom line bar or the bombs down under followed by the bottom line bombs, which is part of the C block. And Beautiful. then, uh, then college football content for the rest of the night. Boom. But also if you're talking about big money line dogs, I had one hit Thursday night, Southern miss with their Beach. upset of the raging Cajuns in overtime. I did hit that as well, buddy. I hit that as well. Um, and, 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 you know, they play Mississippi state who just fired their head coach this week. Any chance, any chance for a little upset in Starkville? I mean, if you'd asked me this three weeks ago when Southern miss was one and seven, I would say probably not, but they've, they turned a corner. It was late in the season to turn a corner because, and they can still hit their, their season win total five. We can still push that. But if so, we're going to need that upset. Uh, it, it can happen. Look, Southern Miss has upset. They have a long storied program in Hattiesburg, and uh, they can jump up and bite some of these SEC schools. So, hey, man, why not? This is the best part about when when they start firing people because teams quit. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, the news. Let's let's talk about this for a second here. Uh Everyone's fired. Apparently, uh, you got. I mean, this is early, man. This is November twelfth when this news happens. Where Zach Arnett fired. I know some people were saying this is unfair. He's replacing a legend. He changed the offensive system after one year. They should have gave him more time. Now, I, I think I think Mississippi State's in the right here. You yeah, because let's face it. What did he do to deserve the job? It's not like yeah, he was just. I mean, he did a good job as DC, but he was pretty much just given the job. If it was like a real coaching search, a real hire, he probably wouldn't have got it from the get go. So he was basically an interim head coach, and you 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 better impress if you're a interim head coach. And he didn't this year. I mean, they they were a bad team. And and I think when you add in on top of that, Texas and Oklahoma are coming into your conference. You need to get this thing right right now because yeah. because you know you're going to end up being Vanderbilt if not. You know what I mean? Uh, which I mean folks that haven't followed college football that long. That's what they used to be. They were pretty much Vanderbilt of the, of the sec West before, sure. before really Dan Mullen and then into Mike Leach, minus uh, like the really good academics and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, let's uh, so wait, I mean, this is interesting because you now have a situation where you have Jimbo Fisher. They paid him. This is one of the most amazing things ever. You know, he made over $3 million or just about $2.7 million a game. It's wild. And his contract is so great. If he gets hired elsewhere, it doesn't interfere with the money he's making from a <laughs> and So he's getting paid 70, $70 million buyout, 70 and change. I think to not coach. It's did like, you see that, did you see that graphic? Someone on, on, on Twitter posted about the, the largest payouts of all time in college football. There was like three people listed. It was all between like 10 million, 50 million. And then Jimbo said like 70 million. It was like so much larger than the previous largest payout ever was insane. And I look, me and Patty C were talking about things, uh, talking about things a couple of days, Saturday, Saturday. Uh, I said, I said, they're going to fire him on Saturday. I didn't have any inside Iggy, but I said, they're going to fire him. And I go, you know why Pat? Is because Texas is coming in yeah. with Arch Manning, and they yep. might make the playoffs this year, and they're going to have all the buzz next year, and that's going to hurt the egos of those A and M donors. 
So they're going to fire him. They're going to find that money to fire him. And they're the going to go out. was funny. I mean, they just yeah. put up 51 on Mississippi state. They won 51 to 10. You're like, Oh <laughs> man, I, you know, <laughs> the week before that they, they lost only by three at Ole Miss. I thought the team was playing better, but ultimately I think we can agree that Jim Fisher is just not that good of a head coach and, and they probably did need a change. Yeah. Yeah. I think they did. And uh so you got Mississippi State open, you got Texas A and M open. Andy Avalos also covered the twenty six and won by twenty eight against New Mexico. Fire again, strange timing. Yeah, get <laughs> again, out of I here. Don't, I, mean, I don't mind the the move. I think he has he hasn't done well there. I mean, this is only his second year though, right? Or third? Third, I think. Third. Okay, man. Look, Boise's used to you know double digit win total season. So ultimately, that's probably a good move too. Uh, again, just kind of strange timing after a, a big offensive output. Yeah, and then uh, Brady Hoke announced he's retiring. I kind of think they were like, "You either get fired or yeah. you retire." Yes, um, I mean, this is f- where it's. The, I, I think this is probably the earliest ever. So, where you have when you add Northwestern and Michigan State on top of that, you have like six openings on November twelfth. That's incredible. Now, we got to talk about this for a second. A and M's never won. But they always have fuck you money, mm-hmm. right? They've never won. Nope. And in my opinion, they blew their best chance to really steal the state of Texas because they had they had 12, 13 years there. Yeah. Alone in the SEC. And you couldn't get it done. And now look, you may go out uh, higher. To their to their point, I mean, like, it's not easy to get it done in the SEC. There are some other pretty good teams around. Them. Still, but that was your gap because now Texas and Oklahoma are coming. They recruit the same yeah. ground that you that you that you recruit. Sure. And and now to me, even if you do get the the best hire you can get, even if you bring in Urban Meyer, which I think would be the best possible coach you could bring in, <laughs> right? I'd love it if they did. Do you think that's realistic? I mean, I. I don't know if I I haven't mentioned I haven't seen him mentioned as one of their top candidates, but I think they're fools if they don't. If they Texas A and M is is really committed to winning. We've seen this with the way they spend. I think I I saw something that said they may they they donate anywhere between sixty and eighty million dollars a year for their athletic department from donors. Crazy. That's insane, right? I just wonder if he's like the new the new Bill Cowherd, where like whenever there's an opening, like his name gets thrown out. Well, no. the new Brad Stevens, if you want to talk college basketball, like, you know, there's some guys that they keep on throwing out names. Like these guys, they may, they may never coach again. <laughs> well, here's the thing with urban Meyer is that, you know, he didn't, I think he still wanted to coach the Jacksonville Jaguars when they fired him. Yeah. I think he still wanted to coach Ohio state when they pushed him out the door. So well, he's different between those two guys. Cause he has a, a very checkered past. And, well, that's and, the thing. You have to have a university that's a hundred percent. They don't care about the image. Right. They have to right. be in on winning, and to Best me, win, baby. That describes Texas A and M or Mississippi State. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they don't <laughs> have very as much true. money, but they they still have you know SEC money, and I don't think they care either. Like so we it, were talking, we were talking if Indiana fires Tom Allen, which I expect to happen. Yeah, and I was like, Indiana wouldn't. Hi- they're not the type of school to hire Urban Meyer because they no, have a the little big, silver spoon. Big Ten schools. Yeah. I don't think a Big Ten. They they still try to you know put their nose yeah. up in the air and say we're Big Ten. You know. It, it needs to be an SEC school or like a much West, smaller school. I, I thought if Neil Brown had gotten fired, West Virginia would do it. They, they would, they would f- do it. You saw it with how lenient yeah. they were with Huggins. Hey, look, he, 
He said some comments. He doesn't deserve to be fired. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I took the fourth DUI. Like three, yeah, it took three or four bad things. Yeah, yeah. A, a and even with that, like, right. even with that, like that was. The, it seemed like there was like a power struggle. It was like that, yeah. eh, you know. Um, so uh, it, it's got to be a school like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I could see Miami pulling the. You know, I could see the Gators. Let's talk about Napier. If he if he loses yeah. this weekend at Missouri, and loses the finale. To uh, Florida State, they're five and seven. That would put them at uh, what? He was six and seven last year. That would have them at what? Eleven and fourteen in two years. They might pull that, pull that plug. Did, you know what I call right now? I'm going to say Florida beat Florida State in the swamp. It saves his job. It ruins Florida State's chance at the playoffs. I, I just like see it. it happening. Florida State kind of just barely getting by some teams. Go on the road. I mean, that's that's gonna be Florida Super Bowl. That's what they're gonna. That's what I mean. Everybody's gonna give it their best shot. So I, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but still, I'm calling that upset right now. Yeah, I like it. I like it because I don't think Florida State's that good. Um, let's talk about this. Urban Meyer to A and M. Dan Mullen to Mississippi State. Why not? Makes a lot of sense. Chris Peterson. San Diego State and Boise should be calling Chris Peterson nonstop. Both of them. He's a California guy, right? So San Diego State is that. Boise also has it because he built the thing. From what I understand, I think he still has a place in Idaho. So get on the phone, get on the horn. I know some people said Brian Harson back to Boise, not the worst hire. He did decent there. Yeah. Um, but either way, got to be fascinating to watch, folks. Which one were you most surprised with out of those out of those four? I mean, I would say neither. I mean, didn't you see it? I think we saw all four. I mean, I, maybe the Texas A&M one, just cause that buyout was so big. And, and the fact that they're eight and four right now, I was surprised like, at Boise because I thought, you know, Avalos is a former Bronco himself. Yeah. I thought they would give him the end of the year. Yeah. But, but we saw it coming. Maybe the timing wise, it was kind of a surprise, but I think we all saw that coming. Jimbo, I think was on like thin ice. Oh, oh, every game. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like the last couple of years. Yeah. 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 So all right, look, folks. Before we uh, get into picking all those weekday games on that loaded slate, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Vets Merch in honor of Veterans Day. Everything in the merch store is ten percent off with the promo code Vets. All proceeds from this sale will be donated to Mission Twenty Two, a nonprofit serving those who have served. So support a great cause and score some sweet ass gear. Go to sport uh, store sportsgamblingpodcast dot com promo code Vets. We're also brought to you by th- Bet365. It's the most trusted sports book in the world. Bet365 is because they have over 88 million players worldwide. They got props. They got sides. They got totals. They got live betting. Bet365 has you covered with everything. And if you like boosts, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same game parlays. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up 17 points. Sign up today. Choose from two bonus offers: either a thousand dollar first bet safety net, or bet five dollars get one hundred fifty dollars in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet three sixty five. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet three sixty five. Probably when gambling call one eight hundred gambler. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Doesn't matter. They got you covered. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite fantasy players, stat projections and cash in. 
All right. So watch along, make picks, and maybe make a little extra cash over at Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy. Promo code SGPN. All right. We are back on the college football experience weekday preview and picks episode. And just like that, boom, we got Maxion Tuesday, four o'clock Pacific. The Akron Zips are heading to Ypsilanti <laughs> to take on the Eastern Michigan Eagles. This is a series that goes back to 1949. Back in 49, Akron went into Ypsilanti and won 20 to 6. Mm. Well, was it still Ryneerson Stadium? I think it was. I, think, I mean, I don't <laughs> nice. think it was called that, but I think it's the same stadium. Um, the Zips lead this all time series by four, but EMU. Has won three straight. EMU still alive to make a bowl game. I kind of think they do because I'm at, I'm at a fork in the road here because I think Chris Creighton just kind of gets his teams to bowl games. And when I look and see Akron and Buffalo left, I go, oh, they'll probably go six to six, end up at some bowl game. But at the same time, two I am, games. I am sweating Akron over two and a half wins. And we're one win away. What's their last game? Akron is uh, home to Ohio. <laughs> Might want to get this one zip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, Ohio isn't unbeatable either. I, with with how bad that offense is playing, it's going to be low scoring. Ohio just has a really good defense too. But still, I think Akron, if they want want to get over that, if they want to cash your ticket, they better win this one. Uh, Lorenzo Linger, the former five star running back. Is questionable. That that's kind of a huge uh, unknown. Yeah, um, you know. Also, DJ Irons when he got hurt earlier in the year, their, their quarterback. I think the zip season was kind of over when that happened. It's not like they were crushing it with them, but uh, almost I mean, beat offense, Indiana, almost beat yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, their offense was was multidimensional with him due to his uh, dual threat abilities. But under Cuffler, he's not cutting it, man. He's supposed to be the passing quarterback of the two. <laughs> Below sixty percent completion percentage last three games on the season, just four touchdowns to eight picks. I think it's hard to get on Akron on the road here. Last year was a six point game. I feel like this Eastern Michigan team's not as good. Give me the zips plus four and a half. <laughs> I'm gonna go Eastern Michigan. Look, I mean they they may have doubled the wins of Akron, but they haven't beat anybody good this year. They're not a good team. I mean, so far they have wins over Howard, UMass, Ball State, and Kent State. Yeah. But I think they stopped their three game losing streak at home. And we look at both of them. I mean, at least Eastern Michigan has a, a, a top half of the conference defense. They do something decently. Akron doesn't do anything good, especially with now maybe the backup running back, backup quarterback. I'm going to go to the home team. I'm going to go with the uh, the folks from Ypsilanti and uh, lay the points with the Eastern Michigan Eagles. You know, Chris Creighton. You know, Chris, Chris Creighton is going to win close. Is so, I know if it was like minus seven or something, if it was more than a touchdown, I'd, I'd always go dog. But I'm hoping they can, you know, get over four and a half, and they, they'll probably end up winning by seven. Uh, I don't know. Give me a 31-28 final. Akron wins. All right. <laughs> you hear that? Akron money line play. Oh, the, on the money line. See, I, now are you picking with your head or your heart? That's a question. A <laughs> little no, bit. It, it, it certainly isn't out the realm of possibility. At first, it's the wacky Mac. Second, like I said, 
neither of, of these teams are any good. So it's possible. Yeah. Once again, this goes back to our handicap. What we think Eastern Michigan's got this. <laughs> so that's why you take Akron. <laughs> that's why you hey, take I, I, You know what? I've been doing pretty good handicapping the Mac game so far. Okay. So uh, don't tell me how to pick. <laughs> All right. Let's jump on over and talk about the next matchup. Northern Illinois is hosting Western Illinois. This is a series that goes back to 1950. Back then, uh, Western beat the shit out of NIU 40 to 13 in game one. See, they, 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 I, thought, I thought you didn't score back then, huh? Look, 40 to 13, 53 points. Someone was on the over in DeKalb. Um, uh, this series is pretty, pretty tight. Western's got a six game lead. Uh, they've uh, Western's won three of the last five, but NIU won 24, 21 a season ago. NIU is laying five and a half and that's just too many. Po- I like this Western team, man. I like what Lance Taylor's doing. I think he's doing a hell of a job uh, in his first year. Where did he come from? Do you recall? Lance Taylor came. From, where did he come from? He was, I want to say he was like, uh, what was he? he was, I think he played at Bama. Um, yeah. Yeah. He played at Bama. He was with Louisville, Louisville's OC last year. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, look, they they were Satterfield they were losing. guy. <laughs> Patty, know, that, they got the wrong guy. <laughs> no, that's why Satterfield looked all right last year at eight wins. There you go. And and, and Cincinnati got Taylor. Cincinnati got the wrong guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I love that last week. You know, they were up twenty-one-seven at the half, and then the third quarter, Central Michigan. You know, they took the lead, and but no, you know what Western Michigan does? They fight back. They find a way to win, and they own the fourth quarter in that game. Found a way to cover also. So earlier this season, they were looking good in close losses. Now they've won two in a row. They got a lot of momentum. I like the way Hayden Wolf is playing quarterback, the uh, ODU transfer. Uh, Jalen Buckley, the running back, now has back to back 100 yard games. And uh, Kenneth Womack leads the MAC in receptions. He has 66 catches. The next highest has only has 44. So uh, obviously, the guy can coach offense because his offense is coming around. And I think it is way too many points in Mac play. Northern Illinois is not more than a field goal better than the Broncos. I think they're a live dog here, man. And for sure. And for by sure. the way, when you look at Lance Taylor's uh, coaching tree, pretty impressive because uh, Scott Satterfield at Louisville and app state back in Oh nine, which I think that was Jerry Moore. That was mm. still Jerry Moore. So he was with Jerry Moore, legendary Appalachian state head coach. He was also a GA for Nick Saban in Alabama. He also coached with Brian Kelly at Notre Dame for three years and Jim Harbaugh at Stanford. Wow. So, so he probably knew Satterfield from, from app state too. So I, I didn't know he was an app state guy. Now I really like Lance Taylor. Let's go Western Michigan. Look, anybody that's played, you know, he played at Alabama. He played also for the Colorado crush, the Columbus destroyers, the green Bay blizzards and the Louis, Louisville fire. He's an arena guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> the green Bay blizzards. They were a arena team. I guess so. Nah. I, I feel like you can't have the name blizzard and play indoors. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's that's that. That's why arena league sucks. All right. Yeah. CFL great cup happening this weekend. Love it. USFL, XFL, whatever uh, WFL, whatever the fuck. Right. It's all world league was great, but anyway, yeah. What about that? Uh, that uh, lingerie uh, football league, <laughs> they were they, indoors they do, though too. They do play indoors. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Um, yeah. So uh, how about a little directional? Well, no, 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 no. Because I think Akron's going to cover. 
It, for you, NC Nick, you uh, could do a directional parlay of Western I Michigan like plus Eastern Michigan. Potentially even add a third team that plays Wednesday night, which we'll get to. I like that. Let's go. Uh well, there's another game happening on uh happening on Tuesday here. And it happens to be a legendary rivalry. Yes, the Battle of I seventy five. There's legit animosity in this rivalry. If you, folks, if you do not know, they hate each other. The fan bases hate each other. We had Alex on who does that Mac podcast. And uh, you know, Bowling Green fans don't like him because he's a Toledo guy. It's fucking great. I love this. This I'm glad that this is on national TV. This is the best of the three games because of this rivalry. They also call it right. they call it the Black Swamp Showdown. Um, but yeah, Battle of I seventy five. You got two winning teams with winning records playing each other. The other four teams that play Tuesday night all have losing records. So there's something. Well, and they had this. They so they used to play. Unfortunately, our stupid, stupid society. It used to be called the Peace Pipe Trophy, right? (laughs) And it was awesome. And they got rid of that in the in the the early two thousands. Um, I, I want to go back and find out why it was called the peace pipe trophy. That's uh, gotta be a good backstory. Here we go. 19 in, in uh, so a scale down replica was fashioned and placed on top of a trophy created by former uh, Toledo football player, Frank Kralik. The peace pipe trophy is a miniature replica of an American Indian uh, sacred ceremonial pipe sitting atop a trophy with both football teams logos. Kralik donated the trophy to the university to be given to the winner. See, and I, I think he might've been a native American. See, see, this is what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about here. I mean, I don't know if he was for sure, but why would he donate that? Um, yeah. Anyway, anyway, it still sounds great. Who's going to win the peace pipe. Seriously. Right? Uh, they've been playing this since 1919, buddy. Wow. 1919 over a hundred years old. Now, uh, Surprisingly, I mean Toledo. So Toledo has has what two, four, six, eight. They had won nine in a row from 2010 to 2018. But since then, it's two to two. Scotty Leffler, he might suck in a lot of realms, but damn it, he he knows how to beat Toledo and give them games. Uh, they won Bowling last Green year. Green won 42 35 last year, but Daquan Finn, probably the best quarterback in the MAC, did not play in that game. Fair point. Toledo's laying ten. They lost last year. You know what that means. I'm locking up the Rockets minus ten. Just they they got to get they got to get the peace pipe back. And, and I if, I tend to agree, man. I mean, you know, Toledo they're really rounding in a form as the best team in the MAC. Last two games, eighteen point win over Buffalo, twenty six point win over Eastern Michigan. I already mentioned Finn, who's probably the best quarterback in MAC play. Our guy Penny Boone, who we like to roster in DFS, leads the conference in rushing, top offense in the league, and the third best defense in the league. Then factor in the revenge angle too. And look, Toledo is damn near undefeated this season. If it wasn't for a field goal with five seconds left Dude, on the road at, were, at Illinois, they'd be and, undefeated. And they were winning that game the entire fucking game. If you watch that game, go watch that game. They were beating Illinois the entire game. Also Terry in the chat says Bowling Green's running backs hurt also. Uh, yeah, Keith and Stewart, the two uh, uh, top running backs for Bowling Green both questionable. I, I like Toledo here. I think Toledo's playing damn good football right now. Lay the points. 
Lay it. Lay it, folks. Um all right. Uh next up we jump on over to Wednesday. Buffalo, Miami. It's been happening since 1951. Miami's got a knack for fucking them up though. They have a seven game lead. Buffalo did win last year. 24, 20. The bulls are catching nine points at Jaeger Bob stadium. There's a slew of injuries though. We know uh, running back Lamar Sperling is out for Buffalo tight end. Jake Orlando. Is that you? Uh, he's doubtful quarterback. Brett Gabbert is out for the year for Miami, Ohio. As we well know, engage larva Dane is uh, questionable wide out. Um, I'm buying into Miami's defense. Nine though is a lot. So give me the Bulls plus nine. Miami wins, let's say 30, 24. No, no, it's too many points. 24, 17. What are you doing here? Well, I mean, yeah, the uh, Miami offense without Gabbert has not been the same, but they still have the best defense in the MAC and they're at home. And with a win, they're guaranteed a spot in the MAC championship game. A bad Buffalo team on the road, I don't think it's something I want to get behind. I mean, even with the injuries, Miami, Ohio was eight and two ATS on the year with the only games they didn't cover against Miami, Florida in the opener and against Toledo, where they were getting two and a half and lost by four. So they've had no problem putting away inferior opponents. And I think they do that again here. I mean, last week I was on Ohio laying a touchdown against Buffalo and it took damn near the whole game, but, but they won by 10, they covered. I think it's a kind of similar game. I'm going to go Red Hawks. Wow, going Red Hawks. I think it's a little bit too many. Cole Snyder's pretzel is gonna get that. Uh, he's gonna do enough. He's gonna do enough it, to get it done. If it gets over ten, I think I back off. But anything less than ten, and and I'm still riding with Miami. No, 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 no. Okay, next up, let's jump on over to Central Michigan, traveling to Athens, Ohio. These teams have been playing since 1972. And you know, Ohio only has five wins against CMU. Really? I'm yeah. Uh, Ohio has been a good program over the years and get this. They don't play every year since they're in different sides of the Mac, but still they've, they, they've played enough where that's a, that's surprising for sure. C- CMU has won 10 of 11, buddy. Wow. 10 of 11, uh, including in 2021, a 30 to 27, the, the past two times they've played, they've won 30 to 27. Uh, so when you see this line at 10, this is a lock. Give me Central Michigan plus 10. I think they're live on the money line, folks. They are live on the money line. NC Nick, what are you doing here? I just mentioned Ohio laying a touchdown last week at Buffalo and and it took for under 2 minutes left where they finally got another touchdown to to extend that lead to 20 to 10 for the cover. It was it was too much of a sweat. This Ohio offense is broken. And I think laying 10 is, is too much. Uh, Ohio is averaging only 17.25 points per game over the last four. Even if they have a, a really good defense, I don't feel comfortable laying that many points. So I'm with you. Let's go chips here. Yeah. It's just, it's just too many. It's just too many, man. Um, all right. Uh, moving along. Let's jo- So which, which Mac game are you most excited about? Out of the, well, first off, out of, the, out of those five games, tell me you're on all five road teams again. I think so. <laughs> I 
right? Worked out for me last week. <laughs> hey, yeah. you went forward too. Not, yeah. too, not too bad. Let's go. <laughs> the game I'm looking most forward to. I think you're right. I think it's that Toledo Bowling Green game. I, I just, you know, I, I don't want it to be a close game because I'm laying the points, but uh, I think that's the best one. Yeah. Second would be Central Michigan, Ohio, I think. Agreed, especially since I kind of root for the Bobcats, uh, except for in this game, because I'll be on Central Michigan. But uh, again, that's two teams <laughs> with at least, you know, Central, Central Michigan's five and five. So at least you got a 500 team. It's easy plus. to see a tide turn. There you go. <laughs> uh, Thursday. Well, actually, wait. Before we get to Thursday, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Game Time. Buy tickets to your favorite event. They shouldn't be that stressful. All right. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater that is near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll be having at that very event. So what are you doing? And they have, uh, first off, they, they have the game time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. In fact, if you find tickets in the same section of row for less game time, will credit you 110% of the difference. All right. So what are you doing folks? Snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account. Use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply. Create that account. Redeeming code CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Look, stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Boom. We are back on the college football experience, and hey, Thursday. We got, we got what an old, uh, an old. This is a shitty standalone game. Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, this is one where the FCS is probably better than the uh, than the FBS here. But come on, college football. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, they're playing this at Heinz and not Pitt's old stadium because that was an awesome stadium. But this series is they're they're, they used to play in the Big East for a long time. All right, this series goes back to 1959. Pitt has a two game lead, but get this BC has won the last two. Surprisingly, they've been ass Pitt's like been winning ACC or playing <laughs> ACC championships. And yet BC has been, has won. They beat Kenny Pickett the year they won the ACC. Is it, is it that surprising? <laughs> Pitt also lost to Western Michigan that year. Yeah. So this is typical Narduzzi at Pitt. I mean, you know, you can always drop a game to a shittier team. <laughs> So Pitt's laying two and a half. No fucking way. I <laughs> I wonder if Narduzzi's on his last days. I know uh, he, he may be coming close. I mean, he's won a shit ton of games in the last four or five years, but not this year. Yeah, I'll take BC plus the two and a half. I think BC got their ass whooped by uh, by the Hokies, and I think they want to bounce back. I think they're just a better football team right now. So I know Robachal is questionable. They're running back. Same with uh, Ryan O'Keefe, the former UCF wideout. But uh, they're just better, and that yeah. acupuncture stadium—that shit's like half empty, especially on a Thursday night. No one's gonna fucking care about a two-win pit team on a Thursday night. What are you exactly. doing here? Exactly. No, I completely agree. I mean, Pitt's lost four in a row. They're two and eight with absolutely nothing to play for at quarterback. I guess Phil Jerkovic might not have been the answer. You know what? Neither is Christian Velux or however you pronounce <laughs> his name. The Pitt He's State not transfer. Very well. Yeah. yeah. 
BC already has road wins this year at Georgia Tech at Syracuse. I think they get another at Pitt here. Not sure why Pitt's favored. Mm, mm, mm. Does it stink? Does the line stink here? I mean, you got a two a and eighteen. Bit. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit there. Um, I don't know. If I bet this, it's not going to be a bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing on Thursday. We have the River Bell Classic. Yes. Folks, I don't have a line on it right now, but it needs to be talked about because FCS football, the heartbeat of college football, uh, four o'clock Pacific, we get Nichols State heading to Southeast Louisiana, Sela. And by the way, don't look now, but Nichols five and four, first place in the Southland. You know they're battling for an FCS playoff spot. What could go wrong as they head? To Sela at Strawberry Stadium, there. Love this stadium. Strawberry Fields uh, forever. And uh, look, Sela's um, been like the, the an FCS playoff team the past few years. So they're taking a step back. But one thing they would love to do is fuck over their rivals in a chance for them to go to the FCS playoffs. This is why this shit's awesome. Late November games, rivalry games. This is why West Virginia, the backyard brawl, should be in November and not September. You know how how many people remember when Rich Rodriguez was about to play for the national championship and Dave Wanstead and LaShawn McCoy said, "Nope, we're a three-win team, but we just fucked over your whole season." You mentioned it earlier, Florida, Florida State this year. Yeah. That is why you play the rivalry games in November, folks. All right, I like it. I, I like everything except for Strawberry Fields Forever because you know, even though I like some Beatles, not as much as you, that song annoys me. I hate that song. <laughs> What, a, what I thought you loved strawberries, man. What, wasn't that like a top fruit? Uh, if you if you had to if you had to do the top ten fruits, I like strawberries. People screw up strawberries though. People put like you know they make it all syrupy. They put sugar on it. You don't need any of that. Just uh, I will say no, 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 no. I'll say a chocolate covered strawberry. Fire. You get the I fondue just like my, fountain I at like the buffet. My strawberries plain, and I don't <laughs> like that damn song. And you don't like this damn stadium, Strawberry Stadium. <laughs> so that means you're taking nickels to come That's in there right. and continue on their journey. Let's go Nichols. Yeah, they've been playing this game forever since the, I don't know, the early 70s. It's the Riverbell Classic. They're coming out of there with that Riverbell trophy. All right? I'm with you. Nichols Colonels get it done. They've been the better team, but this is a better game than Boston College Pitt, folks. That's not saying much. I mean, who's <laughs> who's excited to watch Boston College Pitt? <laughs> There's another game on Thursday on I believe ESPNU. And this is this one is a swack game that goes way back. This is at Lewis Cruz Stadium. And see, Nick, do you approve that stadium name? I'm okay with that. <laughs> Would be cool if it's Terry Cruz Stadium, but you know. Uh so Mississippi Valley State's one and nine, right? Delta Devils have had their struggles. Alabama A and M, a little disappointing. John Stallworth's alma mater, a little disappointing. Four and six. And last season, Mississippi Valley State was ass. And they upset Alabama A and M 30 to 20. Akil Glass was gone, right? Yeah, he's in the USFL. Yeah, um, can Alabama A and M get revenge for that? We don't have a line because it's early Monday morning, but we will. This is a this is a series that goes way, way, way back, folks. Back to uh, 1971. Um, I mean, I think Alabama A and M. I'm going to lay that number because. Mississippi Valley State's on the road. They won this. They upset them last year at home. But the Revenge Delta spot. Yeah, yeah. Delta Devils like are doomed. Get on over there, folks. And uh look, if you follow our picks page, we'll have these lines up. And you know, unfortunately with us doing Monday morning, we did not have the lines. Um 
Jumping over to Friday's action. We got two games on Friday. Uh, decent games here. Better than Thursday, at least. Yeah, we get the first ever matchup between South Florida and UTSA, the Roadrunners on ESPN two. Now, uh, Jerry Bohannon, we know the former Baylor quarterback is out. He wasn't. I mean, he's been out for a little bit. Uh, Michael Brown Stevens, questionable wide receiver for South Florida. Kavorian Barnes, Doctor Kavorian Barnes, uh, running back for UTSA is questionable. And Willie McCoy, a wide receiver for UTSA, questionable as well. This is at that filthy Alamo Dome. Uh, the house that uh, Uwe Blab built, but uh, <laughs> uh, what do you? Uh, they're laying sixteen points. Give me the points in the Bulls. I think their little cha 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 offense is meant for a filthy little dome. I'll take the sixteen, but UTSA is going to win this game. What are you doing here? Yeah. So the thing that scares me is that South Florida has the one hundred thirty second passing defense in the nation. That is second to last, giving up over three hundred and three yards per game. In the last five games, they've given up 59 to Memphis, 56 to FAU, 56 to UAB. I might lay the points. I mean, South Florida's got a pretty good offense. They'll be able to keep pace with them for a little bit, but second half, UTSA cruises past them and, and covers here. Last, I mean, last three home games since Frank Harris has returned, they've beaten Rice by 20, ECU by 14, UAB by 21. So it's kind of right around there, but I like UTSA by three touchdowns. Uh, yeah, we're going to disagree. I like this disagreement stuff here. Uh, final game, Fox sports one prime time. Colorado Buffaloes are heading to Martin stadium. Beautiful Martin stadium. Take on the Washington state Cougars in a series that only goes back to 1981 because remember they were in different conferences. Um, Colorado uh, has lost three straight to uh, Wazoo. Now that was all Mike Leach and his doings. So Colorado hasn't won since 2016. Uh, Alton McCaskill announced he was redshirting for the rest of the season. That's Colorado's potential starting running back. Also, Charlie Offerdahl is doubtful. Uh, anytime you mention an Offerdahl, you got you got to mention an Offerdahl. He's on the report. Shout out <laughs> to John Offerdahl. Um, Wazoo's laying five. What the hell's happening with Wazoo? See, Colorado. Great question. Colorado probably should have beat Arizona. They were either leading or tied the entire game until about five seconds left. Uh, I'm going to take the buffs on the money line to win because something ain't smelling right in Pullman right now. Six losses in a row. I mean, they 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 beat Oregon State at home in a big upset, and then they lose their next six. And. I mean, if either of these teams want to go bowling, they they got to win this game. So, Washington State obviously would have the Apple Cup. If they win this, they could win the Apple Cup. Colorado would have to go to Rice Eccles. So, Wazoo's probably in the better spot, even though Washington's a top five team. I don't know. I think both are probably not going to go bowling. Usually, but, you don't fade Wazoo in, in Pullman, but like two weeks ago, they lost 10 to 7 to Stanford at home. You and know, I, right? well, I, I also believe the style of ball they play caters to the way Colorado wants someone to play. They don't yeah. get really physical along the line of scrimmage and run between the, the tackles and stuff. They're throwing the ball all around against pretty good corners. So I feel like the buffs have played tougher competition of late though. I mean, the last three games, Arizona, Oregon state, UCLA, and all three of them, Colorado was in, was in those games. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm on the buffs. 
Buffs money line play. Uh, all right, that's that's our weekday show. Now let's do a little lock dog tease to get before we get out of here. Uh, NC Nick, who's your who's your lock out of all those weekday games? The lock out of all these weekday games. Yeah, I bet you it's the same as mine. The, it, it, wait, you think in Toledo? I'm thinking Central Michigan. I'm not going to go against my boys. I'm out, I'm on Central Michigan, but that's not going to be my lock of the week. I like uh, either Toledo or Western Michigan as my lock. Well, you got to step up and, and lock one. That's how we do. All right, it. let me let, let me <laughs> stick with let, let me go Western Michigan here. Give me the dog. Yeah, because the Toledo Bowling game Bowling Green game is still a rivalry, even though I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, rivalry game sometimes, you know. Agreed. Uh, my lock is Central Michigan plus ten. Sprinkle that money line. I also I want to give this away as a possible parlay you should do. Central Michigan money line with the Colorado Buffaloes money line. I think it's a pretty good parlay. I like you, the directional Michigan parlay. Didn't you guys just do that in basketball a couple days ago? We did. And did it, uh did it, it work did, out? Central <laughs> Michigan burned us because uh-huh. but but uh Western and Eastern hit. Um no, no, I'm sorry. Uh yeah, Central no, it was just a it was a two team parlay between Okay. Uh, so central burned us. Uh, okay. Eastern hit, central burned us. Um, right. So I'm going back to the team that burned me, but on the football side of things, uh, the yeah. So that's my dog. That's my parlay. That's my, my lock. My dog will just be the chips. You know. So my lock will be Western Michigan. My dog will be Central Michigan because I want to give you a decent sized dog. Um, not the little yet the little yappers like Jason's talking about in the chat here. So. Um, all right. So then uh teaser. Yeah. By the way, for my yapper, give me Western Michigan. I'll, g- I'll give you a little yapper out there. Tuesday night dog, Western Michigan beats Northern Illinois. The tease. Uh, let's bring Colorado to 11. You like that? That makes a lot of sense. Well, let's bring, I mean, I feel like bringing the chips, but I don't want all my, ba- all my eggs in one basket. Right. Right. How about right. Toledo down to four? Yeah, bringing Toledo down and Miami of Ohio down sounds tempting. I mean, they're obviously the two best teams in the MAC. Let's yeah. do that. Toledo do that. down to four, Miami Ohio down to three. You could also no, no, I'm not. T- I'm not touching that Boston College Pitt game. I'm not touching that BC. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, you can get Boston College over a touchdown. That I, that's tempting, but I don't know. You never know. Pitt Pitt's a You're weird team. Right. Yeah, probably right. Uh, all right, folks. That's our play. All right. Oh, let's do it. Let's have us a week. This is the college football experience. No go tomorrow. Yeah, if you're in the Chicago area, NC Dick will be there with his wife. So uh, make so sure I probably won't reach out to you. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you see him, he might ignore you and say, "No, I'm not. I'm not NC Nick. What are you talking about? Who's Who's NC Nick? Never heard of him. Yeah. Um, if you're there at the game, though, let us know, folks, because you know, come on, tweet that out. You know what I mean. Uh, also, I think Noah Beanick is going to be at a Duquesne game on Tuesday or no Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday. He's going to check out the Dukes of Duquesne who are red hot like folks. We're, we're here doing the college basketball experience every single day. College football experience is practically every single day. I think Sundays is the only day we don't release an episode. So subscribe to both the college football experience, the college basketball experience. Don't forget the FCS college football experiences that season is fucking, this is once again, the benefit of having a gigantic playoff. 
you look at the slate in the FCS, you're like, oh man, there's so many huge games with playoff implications. We touched on one on Thursday night. If Nichols was to lose at Strawberry Stadium, Strawberry Fields there, then uh, you know that would be a, a incarnate word. Lamar would sit and be sitting there saying yes. All right, so subscribe to the FCS College Football Experience because things are just getting spicy over there. Also, the College Baseball Experience with Noah Beanick, myself, goes into full swing in February. And don't forget about the Big 12 experience. It's the Big 12. All right. Check out that. Check out all those. Give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. Remember, we invite you to come play DFS with us. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. The college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And so follow away there. You, once again, you can watch this on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, the hub for all of our college uh, experience shows. Check that out. Also check out the sports gambling podcast. We'll be back talking college basketball in about an hour college football later tonight. And they're, you know, they're live from Las Vegas every Friday night on VEASAN. If you have VEASAN folks, I'm sorry. If you have YouTube TV, you have VEASAN V S I N Brett Musburger's network. Check it out every Friday night, nine o'clock Pacific midnight Eastern sports gambling podcast live from Las Vegas. Get the SGP at app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store and uh, come talk ball with us in the discord. Maybe, maybe you, maybe you got to play in the uh, river bell classic. Maybe you, maybe you <laughs> think central Michigan is going to get destroyed. Well, come tell us in the discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord until next time, folks, this is the college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot.